Okay, hi everybody, and welcome to another episode of Better. I'm Dr. John Duffy, and with me is the hmm, well, we're, well, we're, the beautiful but very sad and and shocked Julie Duffy. It's a weird day. Yeah, it's a weird day. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. I, I we always toss around ideas over the course of the, last, the couple of days before we podcast about what we're going to talk about. Or the couple minutes before. <laughs> right. Um, but we learned just a little while ago um, what you all know and have known for a few days now that um, Kobe Bryant from the Lakers died in a helicopter crash and his, God, his magnificent daughter Gigi, who was 13, died in that crash as well. And they were heading to watch her play in a tournament and he was going to coach and you know people Yeah, were, I mean as far as we know right now that As far as we know people were excited and waiting for Kobe and his daughter like kind of to, to show up and And there's seven other people that died too. We, my, we I think there's two three other people. Nine. Nine people. Nine. Yeah, I just watched the report. Well, that's that's how early in the process. Nine people were on board, they all died and we don't know who they are. Right. So um and, and I, I will admit that, you know, I've been, you know, kind of like, I'm a sports fan, but I've never been a Lakers fan necessarily. And I was aware of Kobe because he came on uh, into the league young and, you know, he was dominant for a decade and a half of the two decades he played. Um, dominant, like, you know, it was Michael, then Kobe, then LeBron. I mean, and literally in that order. And then Shaq was, you know, in, on some of these teams with Kobe. And, um, and so I watched, we watched probably a few uh, championship games. But we weren't fans of his necessarily. And, you know, no. he wasn't necessarily on our radar all the time, like, you know, like Michael was when, when he was around. But um, the story is just so super sad. And um, so... I'll tell you what I did, you know, like, so I literally, I think I saw the first, it just happened to pop up on my Twitter feed. This was off of TMZ. And I was like, mm, TMZ, I don't know. You know I was this, napping. This seems like a weird, this seems unlikely, right? 41-year-old superstar, you know what I mean? Like, and then so, um, and then a friend of mine put it up on um, Facebook and I immediately wrote to you and George and Lauren in our little group text yeah. because because it, it's weird. Like when you feel something like that, you want to share it. You want um, – I wanted George to know. The shock. In a way, like George, George I knew would be th – this is interesting actually. I didn't think about this before. But I was a little worried about George. If I'm being honest, um, our George is a sensitive dude. He's a big sports fan. And – I might not be a big Kobe fan, but George loves great athletes. He does. And yeah. so, um, and and he was, in fact, affected. You know what I mean? Devastated, I think. You know, like really, really upset. And I think that he clearly wasn't alone. But I was like, I wanted to be the one to tell him in a way. Like, you know, like I was like, oh, I'm in on this early. Yeah. I'll tell him and then, you know, he can. we can talk via the text. And if we need to talk, talk, we can literally talk, talk. Yeah. And that happens, right? This reminds me of, for some reason, when Prince died, where um, I know that um, 
Prince wasn't on my radar as a guy I had to see. And I knew, like, Purple Rain, cool song, great mm-hmm. movie. Like, he's, there's, and the guy's a super sexy, studly dude. Um, and then I started watching Prince, you know, and I was like, oh, shit. He was unbelievable. You mean after he died? After he died. You kind of review. You go, I, yeah, I, right. yeah. And then I, I, found, I found this um, three-song acoustic set of just Prince sitting in front of an audience. And I was like, I can't believe I wasn't paying attention and I never saw this man before he left the earth. You know what right. I mean? And I, I kind of am feeling a little bit of that about Kobe. Like, you know, like, shit, man, this guy was one of the five best basketball players of all time. And I, I never saw him. You know what I mean? Like, I should have seen him. Like, you know, so there's this weird, like, element of regret when a comet flies by and you miss it, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> I think, I th- how many, I'm like, sitting here going, right, mm, right. The thing that, yeah, the thing that got me is, well, first I saw, or gosh, it was maybe in our text feed that you said he has four daughters. And then when I, I realized one of them was not on the helicopter it's, and you see pictures of him being a dad, that's, that's what got me. Like that's, you can tell he just adored her. And um, I can't even imagine <laughs> what well, they're going picture, through. Well, like, yeah, and, and his wife is, I guess, not they have a new child a young child and he's got four they've got four kids so she lost her husband and her daughter in a blink of an eye mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you know and um they had some difficulties i know at, at early on in their marriage you know and um he cheated on her and um but um you know from the looks of everything i've seen you know like that all I mean, maybe I'm, you know, putting a pretty bow on something, but, you know, like, it looks like, God, he looks like such a lovely family guy, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. And, um, and, um, and I compared this in my mind, I was just telling you about this, like, so the, in the background now, <laughs> oddly enough, in the background is the fact that we are in the third presidential impeachment in the history of the United States. Like, right. you know, that's the second biggest story of the day. You know what I mean? Like, and by a by a long shot, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, it reminds me of the, uh, the front page of the New York Times on September 11th, 2001, was Rudy Giuliani to get kicked out of Gracie Mansion, the, the, where he lived, oh, right. because he was cheating on his wife or something. He was just, like the worst, like Rudy was the worst. And then in the blink of an eye, he, was, you know, standing with the president on the rubble and everybody forgot. Everybody forgot like what happened before that, you know? And I feel like, you know, like tonight on CNN, are we gonna be talking really about like, you know, Trump being impeached? Or are we gonna be talking about like, you know, let's look at Kobe's fifth championship season. (laughs) I have a feeling it's gonna be retrospective night. And and one thing I've been thinking about today is my reactions to these events and how odd they are because in in one circumstance I I want to battle I want um, uh, I, I want to fight it out I want to duke it out I want to take a position and I want somebody else to take the opposite position and I want to win the debate you know what I mean like that's that's my, my impeachment thing is that you know what I mean like yeah my in politics my impeachment thing is absolutely totally checked out 
<laughs> yeah, Julie couldn't give a damn about the impeachment, right? Well, I, I'm not. I've, I'm 100% checked out of the political discourse because it, and that's not good, except for Mayor Pete. <laughs> Julie, Julie is tracking him. Mayor Pete yeah. Buttigieg and Chastin, his husband. That's hope for me. That's hope and and light. But um, yeah, no, the other Mayor Pete twenty four seven. Bernie's Bernie's taken over by the way in Iowa. Seriously, runaway like twenty five to sixteen now. But yeah. that's that's a that's a side topic. My question for this podcast runs like this. Yeah, it's does it take tragedy? For us to come together. So like I've talked about two very, very different events in terms of tragedy, right? So, but today you can feel, and, and my, my compass for this is Twitter as much as anything else and my own personal reaction, right? I haven't been around anybody, but um, our George's girlfriend's dog, Lucy. <laughs> so yeah. I've talked a lot about Kobe <laughs> with Lucy, <laughs> who, who is surprisingly calm about the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, does it, we don't come together when things are, are fine. We don't necessarily come together. And this is an opinion. I am kind of curious to hear what you say, have to say about it, because I think you feel differently than I do. Um, but when things are political or does it... I think the question is, does it require devastation for us to come together? And do we need a common enemy? Like when I talked about 9-11, I'm thinking like what we came together, we were grieving, but we were also afraid, right? We were afraid, and that's what brought us together as Americans. But it was, there was also like we had an enemy. We didn't even know who the enemy was that day. And, you know, a couple of years later, we were still kind of – there was still a question mark on it, but, you know, like – we wanted the bad guys. It was cowboys, you know, cowboys and Indians. It was a, it was an old Western, you know, yeah. and we wanted to beat the guys. Now, we just feel sad that Kobe's dead and his daughter. But does it require this, you know, for us to come together? You know what I mean? Um, it's, it is a moment of, um, it's certainly a moment of perspective, um, which is good, but uh, I find myself um, less and less hopeful <laughs> um, in the results of perspective. <laughs> that, do I, I don't even know if that's... Um, I don't know. We get perspective, but I don't know what then we do with it the next day. <laughs> Oh right. In other words, this is what we feel now. The tender feeling we have now, right, is raw. Like it's that. You How know, long does it get callous uh, uh, over? Hug your loved ones. Um, you know, which and we have moments of that. It, it 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 it's probably not that interesting. It's the same. Just we're over. We're overly inundated with everything, including bad news, including, um, you know. Um, vitriol and arguing and, you know, putting each other down. And um, so the perspective we get from these tender moments, I don't know if it really moves the needle that much. Oof, 
man. I know. This is not, I mean. Wait, can I present a counterpoint? Maybe I have a hopeful counterpoint. Cause, okay. Because something crosses my mind that you said a minute ago. Um, before we before we started recording, we were talking about me and how, like, I, um, on my Twitter feed or, you know, I will sometimes follow people who have very different opinions than me because I, I will create a false argument with these people and try to win it. You know, like, that's my... That's part of what I do with my time. <laughs> and you you pointed out that I spend a lot of my time exercising this gentleness and this empathy, and maybe this other more primal part of me comes out um, in the margins. Yeah, so just to break that down. So, yeah, John will you know be reading me things that certain – people, yeah, certain careful, politicians <laughs> are saying and how ridiculous or tweeting and you how know, ridiculous. You know, the bad guys on the wrong side. How, how ridiculous <laughs> they are. And I'm just like, oh my God, why are you even bothering? Why are you listening to that? Why are you telling me? It's like, that is just, who, it, there's no surprise there. That was, the, you know, the same thing happened yesterday and the day before and the day before and the day before and the day before and nothing's happening as a result and nothing's changing why are you wasting your energy on that and my theory is is that you spend so much time you know being empathic and helpful and and this kind of makes sense that you want you know what ding 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 that huh. you want it means you're right it means you're just it means you're yeah, preaching ding. the oh, truth <laughs> <laughs> that you want you know yeah you want to kick some ass like you want to you want to fight like sometimes you'll just you know i don't think you really mean it but you're just like give me a reason man i want to get give in me a, a reason fight. baby let's get, go i want to get in a brawl like you're tired of being so freaking you know um sympathetic and helpful and listening it's like you just want to like get into it with somebody and I, I need a couple that. of jack ryan that. moments i, I need that. i need to kick, yeah. kick some teeth in yeah. i need to you know like hit somebody with the butt of a rifle um, but here's the counterpoint here's so i wonder about this whether the opposite is more true of the vast majority of us what is that that it runs like this so um there's a lot of talk these days, and you and I have talked about it a lot too, about news, how news comes to us, what news is. Now that there are these conglomerates taking over television, radio stations, newspapers, what is news? Is it even, is it even true? Is it even uh, how, how um, slanted is the viewpoint we're getting? You know, and it's always slanted in some direction, but we're so inundated with noise and news and good guys and bad guys and points of view and propaganda that maybe we spend way too much of our time in that space, which is not our natural state. And in fact, at moments like this, when, when uh, a hero to many dies, maybe our natural state of gentleness is actually, that's maybe that's this is the reality. Maybe this is when we all breathe for a second and something horrible happens. And maybe that is what it takes. Maybe to answer my question from 15 minutes ago, that is what it takes is this awful thing to happen for us to like take a breath, step away from it all and be and really like like think about hugging your family. Think about like pausing and like being grateful for the breath you take because frigging Kobe Bryant, you know what I mean? Like one of the biggest stars on earth 
dies in the blink of an eye, right? You know what I mean? Like it, mm. it just stops your stops you in your tracks. Yeah. And our, we were, we're not stopped in our tracks often enough. And we're, and we're certainly not stopped in our tracks by any good news. Well, no, I mean, it, no, I, I, I think that that is not, um, that, that, that chaos is not where we want to live or where we should live or where a lot of us do live. And that's why I check out. That's why I check out of all that. It isn't that I'm shut down as a human being. It's that I check out of all the bullshit because it's genuinely depressing to watch people go at each other, take each other down, and even to have those feelings for friends. And we, you and I have been talking about that lately. You know, yeah. it, it, it can bleed into, uh, wow, you, you got to be kidding me, pal. You, you follow that guy. You support that guy. You, you uh, wrote this. You wrote that. You're citing this as a yeah, real thing. Are so you kidding me? It's, yeah, it's, it's super dicey. But um, no, yeah, it, right. No, but, and, 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 you know, I'm reading all these people are, you know, giving, you know, uh, posting their thoughts and prayers, their thoughts and prayers. And that is even, uh, there's, I'm even cynical about those words because, you know, when we have school shootings and we have, you know, things happen, the thoughts and prayers go out. um, And I can't think of anything, mm, it's just empty sounding. Well, so I know people mean it. It's in this, it's, it's in again this back to the over. It's overly written. It's you it's know overly politicized. It's overly, oddly, like those those words, thoughts and prayers are actually those are those are political responses to events. You know what I mean? Like those are those have become hollow and meaningless. I think you're right about that. Maybe not in this particular instance, the Kobe instance, but like in the wake of like a school shooting, instead of there being something legislative going on, like, what, hey, let's really think tank this thing up and get together and consider what we might do to prevent this from happening again. Thoughts and prayers, it brings hollow. I mean, legit hollow. Yeah. And when things are, we're going all in here, but when things are completely down party lines I'm out I don't then they're they're not legitimate to me there's no way then I don't know I don't even know how to articulate that well I think your point is there's no room for cooperation for what we all then people inherently aren't being, having common then, then there, that there's no way that's there's authenticity in that. There, there, you, people aren't being authentic. If they, if if everything big, huge, devastating, you know, like uh, egregious, um, you know, is all down party lines. What? What? Oh, nothing. Um, Something smells like Lucy. <laughs> you know, then 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 people are not being authentic. They're not really doing their job. And that's like a, I don't know, I'm, I think I'm painting things with a broad brush, but it's, it just all, um, it just cancels itself out. <laughs> well, it's interesting, like we, so we start off talking about Kobe, we inevitably, and I kind of anticipated this, land on politics, which is interesting, right? Like, because do we want to think about politics as much as we do? Do we want to 
be no we don't right i mean in a way it's like in our face all the time in part because of what we're all collectively exposed to you know what i mean like i I do wonder at times even though i'm you know a twitter junkie if we if if we could if we could turn the lights out on all of the noise would would we do that would we go back to you know what the news is a half an hour from 10 to 10 30 at night you can watch it if you want to you can read the newspaper if you want to if you if you could turn back the clock or you could reverse the whole internet i've asked this to kids frequently and the answer is unequivocally oh yeah yeah turn it off turn it off yeah turn it off it's too much it's too much and we don't know what to do with it and so we you're staring at it because something because it's the shiny thing everything's on it yeah and so while we're experiencing everything we're experiencing nothing well, and, you know, I think it's possible, this is jumping around a little bit, I think it's possible that... Oh, well, I think it's perfectly linear. <laughs> I think it's possible that Vanessa Bryant found out about her husband and daughter from TMZ. I mean, I don't know that. It's possible. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's kind of rando. But, um, yeah, my energy wasn't soups high to begin with. <laughs> Um, and again, like we always talk about, we always end up recording this on Sundays. Um, but yeah, no, it's brutal. I, just the pictures of the mom and me, like, can't even imagine. What do you mean, the, mo- the mom? The pictures of Kobe and his daughter, that oh. beautiful, darling. Um, you know those moments that they're freaking Instagram moments you know they're beautiful they're that that you're looking at that you're scrolling through um, of just like just radiance and love and pride and you know sharing like there's a video of him like talking her through they're watching, they're a, watching a Lakers, a, a Lakers game. game and he's probably talking her through and she was a big basketball player we some we saw a um, video of him talking about how she, someone was like, oh man, Kobe, you know, don't, don't you wish you, oh, don't you wish you would have had a, well, he was saying, he was on Kimmel, and he was saying, people will be like, don't, don't you wish you had a boy, like, pass this on, and should, she would speak up and say, hey, I got it, I got this, yeah. you know? I am the Brian yeah. legacy right here. Yeah. So, and, um, and by all accounts, by the way, not that this matters that much, but by all accounts, at 13, this kid was a phenom, you know what I mean? And like, I guess having Kobe as a dad helps, right, with some strategy and stuff. But by, she was like amazing at this game, which I'm I have yet to see footage of her play. I'm sure but um, the the Twitter sphere would suggest it is unbelievable to see, which breaks my heart, you know, even more because you always think like, whenever a young person dies, you always think like, oh man, what could have been there, you know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, and, and I, I think that that's the point. It's just we're we're sad about it, and I think everybody's sad about it, and um, and I hope this isn't what it takes. That's my point. You know what I mean? No, it's not what it takes. It's not what it takes. It's um, it's everyone's just in shock, and yeah, you just something so vital and so big is just gone literally like 
up in flames. Well, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing I'm struggling with. So there's people at the Staples Center um, where the Lakers play at, right now. There are thousands and thousands I of people. I bet. I mean, you just have to, um, people so need to do something like, with their... Thank you, Kobe, you yeah. know? Oh, my God. Yeah. And, um, and uh, th- there are soccer players in Europe who are holding up their two, two fingers and four fingers because Kobe was number 24. There are teams who are, taking, who are letting the 24-second clocks run out without even playing as a tribute to him. And so I'm thinking we, so we, we can come up with these beautiful things, heartbreakingly, heartachingly beautiful things to do in the, in the midst of tragedy. Do we celebrate like that? Like, you know what I mean? Do we, do we ever do that? Do we ever come together like that when we're all smiling, when we're all happy, when we're all in it? You well, know? interestingly, um, this is sort of full circle, but I, I actually, one thing that does unite, and then there is the, obviously, the, um, the rival, but one thing that unites people is sports. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, seriously, like, when you're at a Cubs game, uh, it's no one's who you know. People aren't talking about what political parties they're 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 you know they're in. Um, when you see someone wearing like a Cubs jersey and you're somewhere else, you're, you feel an instant connection and kinship. Sports d- does unite people in a beautiful way. Um, and, you know, also rivalry, you know, creates kind of can create ugliness. But sports is very uniting. And I think that, you know, maybe that's part of it, too. That it's even even the um, even the rivalries, though, can can be and often are usually are fun, playful. Um, you know what I mean? Like you get uh, I remember we were after I think we went to the first time that the Cubs played in Cleveland since they won the World Series in Cleveland. And the Cubs lost the game in the rain. And we went to a bar afterwards. And kind of there was a lot of like, you know, hey, did you have a good time here in Cleveland? You know, oh, like yeah. people were really cool about it. And there was a little like gentle ribbing. But there, there, another thing happens in sports um, that I think is, you're, you're right. I think that's probably the most I- interesting thing that, that, that unites people. I think, I think music does in a moment. Like, you know, like, like if I, oh, yeah, music if I does see another too. Springsteen fan, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, like sure. we want to talk about like, you know, was it the river or was it born to run? What was your first like concert tour? You know, like, yeah. you know, and we could go on for hours, but like one thing I can say happens in our household and I know happens in others. So for example, down year for the Cubs, right? Didn't even make the playoffs. So as baseball fans, we kind of shapeshift and and we decide like, you know, all right, man, it's uh it's gotta be the Nationals. Well, I wanna see the Nationals go out. Oh, you know, so, so suddenly you decide you you get behind another horse because because you wanna be a fan. You wanna be a fan of the thing all the way through. Yeah. There was a um, a funny thing happened last week. So we're in the midst of the NFL playoffs, and um, one thing that went viral <laughs> was a picture of Rob Lowe, and Rob Lowe is oh, right. at at the I think he was at the 49ers game wearing a an NFL hat with the NFL logo on it. <laughs> not not and he tweeted out something like you know go sports, 
win team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like, um, and yeah, maybe maybe if we could draw that out in other ways and find ways to kind of, I don't know, just be supportive of each other broadly. I mean, there, there, there is something right here, I, and I feel like we're circling it, you know what I mean? And sports, you're right, you probably found the closest thing that pulls us together almost unwittingly, you know? And, and what's another cool thing is, like, you know, when you go to a baseball stadium, this isn't true of basketball, by the way. <laughs> when you go to a basketball it's not? stadium, no. Well, well I didn't know what you were saying. What I was going to say is, when you go to a baseball stadium, you're you could be sitting next to somebody from another end of town and a completely different socioeconomic strata, and you know, like, and a different race and religion than you, and you are on the same friggin' page for three hours in a row. You know, um, the, the reason it's not true in basketball is because you pay bank to get into those arenas <laughs> so you know like if, if there's if there's somebody who doesn't make a lot of money in there somebody brought them or this is the biggest day of the year you know um oh I, I didn't know there was that big of a difference in basketball tickets and well there's a hundred there's, there's 180 there's 162 baseball games for every team every year you know what i mean so you can probably get to one yeah you know um so baseball baseball is the unifying thing and then as the games go down, you know, like it's a lot more expensive to get into a Bears game, which is ridiculous this yeah, year. Yeah. Um, so uh, we grieve for um, Kobe and his family and mm. his daughter and his wife. Good God. And, um, and his, yeah, and there are other girls and right. everybody who. And Los Angeles and. Knows them. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, I, and I hope we. I hope we can find tender moments at other moments. That's that's. Of course we can. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, this is better. Was <laughs> was this better? <laughs> this is a question this time. This is um. This is us trying. These. This is us trying. <laughs> this is this is an effort. Trying better. to find the light. Yep. Yep. Um, it's a strain to find the light today. Yeah, it's all good, but yeah, it was very sad, yep. shocking. This is better. All right, bye. Love you, honey. Love you. (laughs)